Paul, Paul, so so tell me something. T- tell me something. Oh no, is this your intro? <laughs> do, do do you make, la, la, la. make connect the dots? La la la, connect the no, dots. Listen, listen to me. La, la, listen, la, la. Listen, no, listen. I don't make monkeys. I only trade them. So, so you don't make the monkeys. I know but, you are, but what am I? But you, I know you. Let me, but you train. You train. I'm. I'm. No! What? What? You know what? Let's let's find out on episode number 60 of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Shh. I'm trying to listen to reason. Podcast initialized. Mission identified. Penguin's Book Adventure, 1985. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. I know you are, but what am I? No, you are. You're nominal. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 60. There you can leave us a comment on the episode. You can find a link to subscribe and or review us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And you can also find a link to support us on Patreon. Speaking of which, our reflux capacitor was filled up this time, uh, filled up with Mr. T cereal. I pay the fool who doesn't support us on Patreon. Um, thanks to our generous <laughs> patrons, Brian Keating, Jake Arsenu, and Andrew Lagrieve. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and have yet to delve into desert dinos. Oh, you should. I recommend it. But it's kind of <laughs> disappointing because it's not as good as it is on the movie anyway i predicted that Wee's big adventure would be a tragic movie and i'm joined as always by my good friend and co-host paul the master interrupter powers hi paul hey francisco paul my trivial question for you is uh you and you probably know this but elizabeth daly who played dotty in Wee's big adventure oh, yes um would later go on to provide the voice of tommy pickles in the cartoon rugrats yeah Paul, what character voice do people like to hear you impersonate most? Different people. Um, well, give me an average. Uh, there's no, no, no one. There's <laughs> never been a consistency. Some people like Mickey Mouse. Some people like the Scooby Doo. I do. Some people like the Mad Hatter from uh, not the Johnny Depp version, but the original animated the, one. Stop being so silly and pass me the mustard. <laughs> That Mad Hatter. Is that? The animated one. Oh, what's his name? That's Edwin. Edwin, that's right. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, well, well we'll go with that one. Um, right. Sure. <laughs> sure, why not? And uh, we have a new... No uh, room, no room. Keep moving down. We have a new guest host this time. I'd like to welcome to the show. He's a, a co-host of the Pop Mockers comedy podcast. I'd like to welcome... Nate Henderson to the show. Hi, Nate. Hi. How's it going? It's going well. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on the show today. Kind Thank of late. you for having me. I am honored to be here. You honor us. We oh. are the honored. Can, can I just say, I, I looked down the list of like some of the previous like movies and, and, and games and stuff that you guys have covered, uh-huh. and 
wow, like it's, it's kind of like where have I been this whole time when this podcast is going on? Like this, this podcast like speaks my life. It's, it's fantastic. It's 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 awesome. Well, I really, I really would have loved to be a host for like the Mighty Ducks or or, or one of those ones because it's so much to say, so much to say. Well, thank you so much, Nate. That's so nice. And I had no idea you were going to say this. I did not bring Nate on the show just to <laughs> stroke our egos. No, no, so, no. I, flattery comes first here. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's let's find out a little bit about you, Nate. Though, um, what do you do for sure. a living? Well, I was uh, telling Paul earlier when we were making all the things work is that uh, I, I work for an engineering firm. Oh, cool. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I just do all sorts of budgeting and scheduling and all the fun stuff that none of the project managers want to do. So, oh, all right. That's, yeah. Well, very cool. And uh, I also tutor high school students occasionally. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, I actually run a, a DJ company on the side as well. So wow. I'm, uh, I'm a busy guy. That's a busy uh, guy. it up there. No, no spinning, no you know, no straight turntable sort of stuff. But uh, we 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 take more of the 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 play the music and 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 host an MC type of uh, type of stuff. You're so. not one of those. Sorry, dude, it's not on my iPod DJs, are you? <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. We have online access. We have not a problem. So okay. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you don't do the old forty fives. Yeah, no, 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 man, no. Yeah, I, I saw a uh, I saw a DJ. Not too long ago at a wedding, who was uh, pulling out the CDs and using the CD turntables, which oh, I thought wow. was yeah. bold, very nice, bold. So no. <laughs> the last time I saw a DJ was on Full House. <laughs> <sighs> hey, that was a good retro pull right there. That was you, you got to hand it to him, Francisco. That was good. That's I'll I'll accept it, I suppose. And Paul, delightful Edwin. I really enjoyed that. That was good. oh, thanks, <laughs> Nate. I uh, your here's the Trevor. Trivial question for you regarding Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Okay. Uh, when Pee-wee goes down the pole in his house in the beginning of the movie, uh, he goes from his pajamas to his signature gray outfit and red bow tie. Oh, yes. Never right noticed away. that. Oh, yeah. So apparently, wow. apparently that's a deliberate nod to the 1960s Batman TV show. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Where Which Bruce is also in the movie. Oh, the the car, yeah, the yeah. car, yeah, yeah. The Batmobile is on the movie lot for like half a second. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, wow. I had um, to stop and rewind it because I was listening to the commentary, and they said, "Oh, there's a Batmobile." I'm like, "No way!" I had to go back. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nate, my question for you is: Which uh, film or TV version of the Cape Crusader is your favorite, other than obviously mm. Gotham's? Because you know that's the best. Good. Good question. <laughs> You're not a fan of Gotham? I haven't watched it, but I'm, he's just a kid in there, right? So I was being sarcastic. No, no, I know, no. Oh. Um, wow, it's so it's so weird because it's like I've I've grown up with kind of all of them, and mm-hmm. um, I like appreciate each one for like different reasons. Okay. I thought, Good I, mean, I, I thought, I thought, I thought Christopher Nolan pretty much knocked it out of the park with this last trilogy, and I yeah. thought, I thought the Dark Knight was probably. You want to know who made the best Batman or what the best Bat movie is? Just your favorite take on Batman. So I guess okay, it's okay. between Adam West, Michael Keaton. Um, I think uh, I'd have to Christian go. I, I may get I may get tar and feathered for this, but I'd have to go with Christian Bale. I think I'd go with him. You know what? Get and, out the tar and feathers. Yeah, I know. I know. I, so I, many people like Keaton. They do. I know. And, yeah, and Paul's one of them. I, I like Bale personally. Um, yeah. Well, well, actually, Iceman's pretty good. You know, Val Kilmer. 
Oh, I oh. was about to say. I was going to say, actually, shoot, I take it all back. Clooney. Hands down, Clooney. <laughs> all right. You can now leave. <laughs> Compliments welcome, aside. Welcome See you later. Um. No, in my, look, 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 look. my justification is Batman or Bruce Wayne is a tortured soul. And I think nobody played a tortured soul better than Christian Bale. Oh, so that's a good because point. he's Mister Brooding anyway, yeah. so it just fit. I, so. Actually, my favorite <laughs> Batman might be Kevin Conroy. Oh, oh. see, I did oh. not know that was a choice. I thought it was live action because he no, is. No, you assumed. He is the definitive voice of Batman, yeah. and I would agree with you on that. Yes. One. Not only in the animated series, but also in Batman Beyond. So, and oh man, yeah, you know what? He's he's the best. We're gonna have to table <laughs> this for the Batman podcast. <laughs> okay. uh, though this is awesome conversation. Uh, yeah. But instead, um, last question for you, Nate. What was your yeah. prediction for Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Well, I predicted nostalgic because nostalgic? Okay. i I was a kid in I was a kid in the eighties, and I saw the movie. I think like once. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was going to be revisiting all the things that you just love being a kid about when watching the movie again. Very good. Uh, Paul, did you say your prediction? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. So I really enjoyed this movie as a kid, and I watched it a lot on VHS. But honestly, it's been a while since I've seen it, so I predicted nostalgic. Okay. So nostalgic or... Two nostalgics and a tragic fur prediction. We'll find out if that pans out in the end. But for now, Paul, we please give the course for tonight to Alice. Okay, Alice. I don't know if it's night or morning, wherever you are, but... Well, uh, we're in let's... sort of space, time, anytime. So I guess it could be anytime, so... Yeah, anyway, <laughs> let's talk about Pee-wee's Big Adventure and have a roundtable discussion whether we thought it was a classic, nostalgic, or tragic based on our likes and dislikes. Then let's see what we've been up to lately on our new tube segment and hang around at the end for a special, special surprise. And that surprise is to vote E.T. up. Oh my gosh. Alert, alert, target located. Spoilers incoming. Engaging Retro Rewind Reactor. Warner Brothers is proud to present the story of a rebel. I know you are, but what am I? And his bike. (laughs) Pee Wee Herman in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You will believe a man can ride a bike. I meant to do that. Rated PG. Now playing at a theater near you. Don't know so much if I believe a man could ride a quote-unquote bike, but here's what we remembered about Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I remember Pee-wee having an amazing contraption in his home that made him breakfast, and his amazing red bike is his favorite in the whole world. Oh, that is his favorite in the whole world, is stolen by his neighbor, a Biff Tannen wannabe. Pee-wee goes on the road on a road trip to the basement of the Alamo to get the bike back. Along the way, he goes into a biker bar, wears big platform shoes, and dances the classic dance that became legendary to the tune of Louie Louie, or is it tequila? Anyway, Pee-wee finally finds his bike at a movie studio. Or maybe he had it the whole time? and rides around in a blaze of glory. While there, they make his life into a movie. 
Um, yeah, that was completely right, right, Paul? Um, a lot of it was, and definitely some of it wasn't. Yeah, I, I'd say most of my contribution was not. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. Yeah. But, Paul, will you tell us, will you contribute the technical details of Pee-wee's Big Adventure? All right. Batman the Animated Series starts coming con- Sorry, right I'm on the IMDb <laughs> of that page. Here, here we go. Pee-wee's Big Adventure <laughs> came out on August 9th of 1985 in the United States of America. It's rated PG and runs 91 minutes. It's directed by Tim Burton, his first full-length feature film. And uh, goes on to star Paul Rubens as Pee-wee Herman, even though it says Pee-wee Herman as Pee-wee Herman. And uh, Tommy Pickles and um, <laughs> the uh, the fat guy of the 80s, uh, Francis Buxton, you know. Was from, he in other things? Yeah, he was in uh, Teen Wolf. Um, he was oh, in some yeah. of the 80s. I forgot about he's, that. Yeah, he, he's... He's the big guy on the uh, on the side in the eighties, ah, at least gotcha. the mid eighties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a few other people starred in this movie. Um, let's see. It uh, the budget of this film was about six million dollars, and it went on to gross almost forty one million dollars. Oh, really? Okay. Good job, Pee Wee. Now you're you go. Pee now you're what? big. What, what like the, big top peewee? Well, I don't no, think that did like as well. The opposite of we, like we would be little. So, like his big adventure? I don't know. Whatever. I'm <laughs> grasping for straws here. Um, okay. Rather than that, let's grasp for the things we liked about Peewee's big adventure. Let's start with Nate. What's one thing you liked about this movie? Oh man, so many things to choose from. Um, well. It was a Tim. Bur- it was a Tim Burton film, and with a majority of Tim Burton films, the music is done by Danny Elfman, mm. who I think is awesome. I think he's an amazing composer. Yeah, and it just fit this movie so well to have that quirky kind of sort of stuff. And so, any movie with Danny Elfman music, I'm automatically on board with. So, mm-hmm. I, li- I like the soundtrack. I like the the score, the musical score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What did you think about it, Paul? Um, I really like how the movie opens up with this fun, quirky music by mm-hmm. Danny Elfman. Mm-hmm. And I think he, Elfman really sets the mood with the music. It really helps this movie. Yeah. And, and it's fun. And I felt like that opening, I was like, at first, oh my gosh, just plain credits and that's it. But the movie, yeah. the I'm sorry, the movie, the music really like made it seem like it didn't take very long at all. And I think it was actually pretty short. But yeah, it was really peppy and it, it was very intriguing. I, I really liked the music as well. And uh, I read this, I didn't know if you knew this, guys, but apparently, so this was Tim Burton's first movie and this was... Danny Elfman's, yeah. Well, his first feature length movie. He had a couple shorts before then. And apparently this was Danny Elfman's first time scoring a movie. Like, he was trepidatious about it. Um, He did a great job. I know. I'm just flabbergasted that this was his first take. I mean, I guess a Hollywood movie, you're not going to just, like, put someone in there that can't do it. You'll, if he couldn't, they'd get <laughs> John Williams or someone. Ah, yeah, this guy can't cut it. But, but, um, exactly. No, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, Paul, what was, something, uh, what was something you liked about this movie? Um, 
Uh, first of all, let's get this out of the way. The the Pee Wee Herman dance is fun. The dance oh, bar at the scene, the, him dancing sure. at the bar, uh, it's fun. Well, yeah, but what what is he? Is he like pointing to his? Okay, that depends on if you ask <laughs> he, a grown up he, or a child. Okay, that's exactly right. <laughs> he, right. he alternates. He points to the front, then he points to the back, then he points to the front again. <laughs> okay. He can't decide. He can't decide. <laughs> Why is he calling attention? <laughs> because that's, he's a man child. That's just the dance. That's all what right. he does. All right, all right. You know, if you look at it a certain way, he's kind of almost trying to balance himself. Like, whoa, whoa oh, front, okay. back, front, <laughs> back. You know, so it's, well, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be viewed in the that's true. in the uh, in the sense that maybe we we see it. <laughs> that's, you know what? Fair point. Fair point. Did, any, did anybody notice who the the lead biker chick was in the bar? Yes, this time it, it was. Like, yeah. it was. Oh yeah, it was David Bowie, right? <laughs> Spot on. Okay. I don't know I, I, if I, Elvira would be complimented or offended by that. Yeah, that's a good point. It was Elvira. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know that until again my IMDb research, but I swear I thought. That was like I knew it was a woman, but it looked exactly like David Bowie from Labyrinth to me. Dude, it was like, so funny. except for the her, you know, big eyes. Yeah. Um, yes, an excellent yes. pair of eyes. Yes. Uh, let's see. Something else I liked about the movie was I thought Paul Rubens does a really good, great job at playing like this nine-year-old trapped in an adult's body, or or just yeah. as an adult. It, it is a weird. It's it's a different slant oh, on yeah. it than like Tom Hanks does in Big. Yeah, it's much more like that. It's like oh my gosh, I'm in it. I am an adult. It's so weird. As opposed yeah. to this, this is as if a nine year old was just I don't know mentally stayed the same, but knew <laughs> that he aged. So it was like well, no, this is just how I am. As he played that what, really well. Um, who was? Oh my gosh! I can't believe I'm blinking on his name. But um, Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. That's what he, his role in Jack was all about. Like I never a saw kid Jack. who suffered in uh, gigantism. Oh, yeah, he really? played a boy. But I think Paul Rubens is a much more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, child Paul, to watch. Paul Rubens' nine-year-old is if you took a nine-year-old and gave him like a, 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 a Costco-sized box of Fruit Loops and just yeah. had him consume the whole thing in ten minutes and then just recorded the next couple hours. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that, yeah, exactly. Oh my, um, Nate. Let's go back to you. Was something else you liked about Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Well, something that was part of the initial memories that I wrote down, which I always loved, was the his Rube Goldberg esque breakfast yes, machine that was in the great. morning. That was, uh, you know, the the set guys had fun with that one. Yeah, very fun and cool. Totally. And, and of course, the Mr. T cereal. That's fantastic. Yeah, I I remember eating Mr. T cereal. Yeah, I think like I did once. as well. Like yeah. once, it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely horrible, but it, but it was cool because it was Mr. T, Mr. T cereal. So the, do just a small uh, tangent. Um, the weirdest, the like most market, like weirdest, I guess cereal or most um, branded cereal I ever ate was the Batman cereal after Tim Burton's Batman came out. Oh, Speaking yeah. Of Tim Burton. How about you, Paul? I'm yeah. curious. What was I remember in the eighties and maybe even early nineties, everything that had a brand had a cereal to go with it. Yeah, so that's there was true. Mario the cereal. The Ninja Turtle Ninja to you Zelda. Know. Yeah, but yeah, they had everything. So Spaceballs the cereal. Yeah, I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> um 
So you like the the Rube Goldberg machine? Very nice. What? Yeah, I what? thought it was it was clever. I'm curious what you think happened to those pancakes. Did they all? They didn't all come down from the ceiling. I don't remember what he did with those. Did he like run around with a plate? He didn't run around with a no. plate and catch them. So yeah. they all just it just you know let's offer it up to the ceiling gods <laughs> and just go about our day. Apparently, I mean what? what? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good to me. Mm. Uh, what else sounds good to you, Paul? About this movie, I mean. This movie, I thought, had a lot of great characters. There was It wasn't just Pee-wee acting as a boy, but you had, like, the convict. Mm-hmm. You had a lot of these kind of over-the-top, but kind of fun to watch as characters, you know, in, in their own different ways. I, I thought it made uh, the movie more interesting. You, you know what? Oh, definitely. I, so I have a question about one of the characters. I, mm. I, I didn't look this up, so I'm just curious if either of you know. Andy, the sort of the the trucker boyfriend yeah. of uh, what's her name? Not Paula. Um, Simone. Simone. Is he the same actor as the Superman two big like big uh, villain? That's oh, with I know Zod? who you're talking about. Oh talking about. yeah, his, I don't think so. He, yeah, his but. face looked the same, but I mean, his build was like. It was yeah. it was the it was the beard it was the beard that confused it maybe <laughs> yeah okay well they're both really tall that's in yes. fact yeah. Um, yeah they're huge Tim Burton said he looked he tried to find the tallest guy he could to play that role so. okay he he succeeded that guy yeah. was huge yeah what what did you think about the characters on the whole Nate oh man just like it's one of those things where you look back and I think that's what people remember the most about the movies they remember large Marge. Oh, the yeah. trucker with that crazy – and that's also the thing too is like, man, th- this this movie screamed Tim Burton. He was literally pulling out every single thing that he loved to do with movies, be it like stop-motion animation. Yeah. Like with the T-Rex, some weird acid-induced T-Rex <laughs> that um, – and then like the weird large marge like as a kid that just freaked me out like – it was was a claymation that they did like large march with or something yeah yeah exactly yeah just bizarre but like there's so many like and and like jan hooks is the alamo tour guide i mean she's just like there's just these tiny roles but in the time that burton gave them they just like outshined everything like about the movie there's no basement at the alamo yeah (laughs) i mean it's just like it's just a lot that of great one-liners. Thick and... accent, but with a smile. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, is that not her real accent? No. Oh, okay. I I, yeah. I I didn't recognize her, but um, yeah, she was on Saturday there. Night Live. Yeah. I will say, it this doesn't have any of Tim Burton's emo elements in it. So no, he not... hadn't gotten emo dark yet. <laughs> yes. Well, no, I take that back because oh. that was one of my that was one of my. Uh, that was one of the things where I, that I either liked or hated the most. But oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, right. there are parts. There are parts that are dark for yeah. sure. <laughs> Certainly. Um, let's go back to Paul. What is something else you liked about the movie? I really liked Paul Rubens acting in some of the subtle expressions that he made while uh, in his performances just drew me in. Hmm. And okay. it just... He seemed to emote joy, but in fun, like with a twinkle in his eye and like kind of like <laughs> I'm up to something, you know, like that. Okay. So I, I really enjoyed his performance. All right. Mm-hmm. Did you feel the same about Paul Rubin's performance, Nate? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, by that point, I'm not even sure how many episodes... I assume this came out after they had done some episodes of Pee-wee's Playhouse or like a lot of episodes of Pee-wee's Playhouse. If if I, I remember reading right, it? and again, this is like IMDb research, like just done today. So I could be wrong, but I think this was actually, he was, he did sort of a stand-up routine at the Groundlings um, comic, uh, comic, uh, what's it called? Stand-up comedian, not shop, yeah. but that place in LA. And he developed this character there, and then he got an HBO special. Then he got this movie, okay. and then it was Playhouse. Oh wow! Okay, so it sequel. followed. I yeah. I was uh, I, I guess I wasn't paying attention to it as a uh, as a six year old. But that, how that's, dare you? Come on! How dare me? I'm just like I'm looking over the editorial. You see this, mom and dad? Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. But like it was it was so it was so brilliant because he. He was able to craft this character that that appealed to kids, but still had the the humor that an adult could appreciate mm-hmm. if they if they just kind of let themselves be kids. I mean, some adults, my parents included, or like, who is this wacko? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, we're not gonna, you know, we're not even gonna let you watch the Pee Wee's Playhouse show. Yeah, you know, so I had to sneak it in on Saturday mornings and stuff. <laughs> but 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 man, I mean, it's like you want to. I just I can't think of a. I can't think of a character during the '80s that was kind of more the embodiment of just just kid, which is which is bizarre considering his later history. But still, yeah, that's yeah. that's you know, so you can say the same thing about Michael Jackson. But you know, that's that's Good point, yeah. That's huh. <laughs> but no, well, he did a great job. He did a he did a great job for what he had and for the character that he was trying to create. So was, very cool. Yeah. Well, uh, let's, do you have uh, more things that you thought were great about this movie, Nate? I don't know. Okay, I don't know why. Because I watched, I, wa- I watched this movie last night, and I don't know why I found this so hysterical. I laughed harder at this part than any other part in the movie. Was when the he gets done at the biker bar, and everybody oh, yes. loves him. Yeah, and he gets on the, the mo- best part. He gets on the motorcycle, yeah. and 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 it's not even like they play it in close up. They just show yeah. what's supposed to be this touching send off of him on this motorcycle and you think, yeah, he's going to he's going <laughs> to, you know, wild hog it and he just swerves, crashes the sign and just he's done. Like he just this ragdoll flip by the whoever the stunt guy was on that was fantastic cuz he's just sitting there lifeless and Burton holds it just an extra second just so it's like super just like Oh, he really hurt himself. <laughs> and I don't know why I found that so hysterical, but I oh, was dying. I was just dying because I had totally forgotten about that part. And I had to back it up a few times and just watch it a few more times because it was so great. That's funny. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah. The, the I, I, whole you know ragdoll thing. Oh, go ahead, Paul. Yeah. Is actually, it's a common mis- mistake. It looks like he goes flying off to the left like a ragdoll, but that's yeah. actually that's actually part of the sign. It's in it. It's almost oh like seriously, a, seriously, and he actually falls a little bit to the right behind the sign. But oh everyone's so goodness. focused on this, but it's like a person shape part. Oh. It looks like he goes flying off to the. I was going to say the way that just coincidentally it happened. It is that, a coincidence, but it's it, brilliant. It's a brilliant take. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic, That's, and it's just it's hysterical. So I was really enjoying more 
you guys describe or you describing it, Nathan, me remembering it because I think I just saw him sort of just topple over a little bit. I didn't remember <laughs> this big rag doll thing you're talking about. And maybe that's why I just I was focused on him and not the sign. Apparently, Yeah, well, it's like I, I thought he was going to go through the sign. So I was kind of yeah. like expecting to chuckle. Uh-huh. But then yeah. it's just so much more than that. Just of him just <laughs> what goes, I thought was him just flipping over and yeah. landing on the ground. And most lifeless. people do because you can see that much better than him behind. And it's the same oh, trajectory. Man. He's coming from the right of the screen slowly over to the <laughs> left where the sign is. And so you think that's him just shooting off <laughs> the bike. It's <laughs> uh, wow. great. It's great. Um, I'm, gonna- I'm sorry. Did you want to say something? Preferably. All right. Master Interrupter. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, Nate, uh, Paul, let's go back to you. Um, uh, how about you give us one thing or a half thing or something and before we get to our most loved things? All right. For real, real quick, Amazing Larry is indeed amazing. A simple, little, brilliant thing like that. Is that the magic shop guy? No. No, it's, it's the, the Mohawk guy. With the <laughs> the rainbow amazing. Mohawk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember awesome. him. Okay, that's oh. it. Yeah, it is, because he's a memorable character, if you're paying attention. Uh, more about that later. Nate, um, do you have something else you liked? One okay. of the things that I, I love that I, I I wouldn't have even have realized it when I watched it when I was young, but when Phil Hartman made a cameo, yeah, and it's like, it, I think he has like one line. Yeah. And it's so funny looking back, because I'm just like, wow, if they had just given him a meteor role during... Uh, during the movie uh he, he was so talented and yeah. it was just funny they just had him play a straight laced reporter with one line and i was like that's phil hartman i was starting yeah. to freak out a little bit you, you know he what played a much bigger role in the uh the the, the hbo comedy special <laughs> no and the the peewee's uh hbo special oh, i've got, seen it okay yeah he he played a much bigger role in that so i think he bowed out because he was one of the main writers on this film so he didn't want to take too much away from the other actors oh nice but you know what that's the perfect segue into our classic makers our most loved things about this movie and for me it was seeing phil hartman there at the end i was like oh phil hartman i miss you i'm sorry you're dead (laughs) um that sounds snarky but no i'm really sad because i really liked (laughs) him him as an actor yeah wow okay Oh, you know what, what my ba- my favorite part is? Seeing dead people. <laughs> this isn't the sixth sense. What are you talking about? I know. But you, already, you guys already did that one. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, yeah. Uh, so let's go to you guys. Uh, Nate, what was your most loved thing about this movie? Uh, ultimately, the thing I loved the most was that it was truly everything Tim Burton. Mm, okay. What I mean yeah. by that was is that he loves the set pieces um he just he's got like these kind of iconic scenes and um set pieces and cinematography he uses like i said the danny elfman music it was everything that tim burton would embody for the next 20 years (laughs) all on display on this first movie um and and you could see all the cool little like his love of like gadgets which would translate into like i'm sure like some of the batman stuff and Mm. You could you could kind of see like little shades of Batman, which I think was created what like four years later or something. Yeah. Yes, something like that. I'm not even sure how many movies Burton did between this one and Batman, but it was kind of cool oh, yeah. seeing what styles would translate to that. So yeah, don't say it two more times. 
it two more times. Ah, nice. <laughs> um, very cool. Yeah, I, that's well put, Nate. Well put. Uh, did, did you feel like this had a lot of signature Tim Burton, Paul? I'm curious. Um, no, in fact, I think it had the least amount of Tim Burton oh, of all his roles. Okay. But um, oh, wow. but there were things like um, like some of the dream sequences when they're moving down like a checkered hallway and everything else is black. There were some things that are just obvious. Okay, that's Tim Burton's artistic in- influence, and you can definitely see it in. Sure. Um, no, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. does that answer your question? Sure, I guess. Okay. I, I, I felt, I guess I'm sort of halfway between you guys. I felt like it certainly had a lot of the tone of Tim Burton movies and a lot of the, the things like uh, like using stop-motion animation for for good scenes and sort of uh, overall quirkiness that you see. I, I'm reminded a lot of Edward Scissorhands um, by this movie, sort of the, sort of the odd... Uh, I wish I knew more about film to be able to describe it better, but just sort of the way the the settings look, the sets looked, they're sort of very colorful, or maybe it's just the grade of the film. I, I don't know, but hmm. um, but I I also felt like a lot of the stuff that you see in like darker Edward Scissorhands or Batman or Beetlejuice that the sort of much darker stuff was certainly not in this movie, right. Um, it was definitely very bright for a Tim Burton movie, except as far that, as color schemes go. <laughs> except for that one part where he can't see anything because he's in the dark. Yeah, There's that was cool, too. Weird <laughs> eyes. But, yeah, uh, it was fun. Paul, why don't you illuminate for us your most loved thing about Pee-wee's Big oh, Adventure? My most loved thing are the lines in this movie. So many great, wonderful lines childish some of them i know you are but what am i but they were still great especially the way they were delivered i it's a a lot of memorable lines all throughout this movie sure Mm -hmm. okay um cool i say we just let him go no (laughs) (laughs) who said that part oh Dude, did you even see this movie? <laughs> I mean, seriously. The stars are at night and big and bright. Deep in, in the heart of Texas. I remember see, that part. Yeah. I some of them, I mean, it's, <sighs> Sorry. Let me guess. You liked it, but everyone I know has a big butt. Okay, Francisco, let's talk about your big butt. <laughs> oh, wait. You wanted to say something that you really liked the most. What did you like the most? <laughs> I already said it, Phil Hartman. Oh, yeah. We already talked. You like seeing... The uh, big highlight. Oh, yeah. He, he, he died. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, you know, that signature piece of the movie. Yeah. Seeing him for one second. That, that was my yeah. most favorite thing. Um, before we get to the things we didn't like so much about this movie, let's go to our Facebook. We got a lot of feedback. We recently started a Facebook group, which you can find at facebook.com slash groups slash Retro Rewind Podcast. Alternatively, you could go RetroRewindPodcast.com slash group and get to the same place. Uh, but lots of feedback here about Pee-wee's Big Adventure, so let's run it down. Becky Williams says, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, I love that large Marge part, or the arm knocking on the door. And then Amy Cuthbert s- replied to that, ha-ha. Um, then Michael Kelso from the Two Dudes in the Nest podcast, uh, he said, Oh, so I posted a picture of me holding the Pee Wee DVD cover as sort of, hey, give us feedback on this. And he commented, yeah. uh, you went for a ride in, in honor of this? Because as in my 
I, I ride my bike to work. So I was in my like full get up since, you know, he rides a bike, I ride a bike. It made sense. <laughs> um, and so he was chiding me about that. Uh, but then a friend of the show, Ryan Jackson, said, I only saw this once a long time ago. All I remember is Pee Wee laughing a lot and looking for his bike. Yeah, that's about right. That's right. pretty much the plot synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of our patrons, Brian Keating, wrote, uh, Last time I watched it, I was a kid, and I loved it. For me, the most memorable scene was the tequila dancing. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember much else about it other than <laughs> it's a movie about a man-child whose bike gets stolen, and he ends up going on a huge adventure to find, to find it that leads him to Hollywood. In my opinion, the movie is a classic. All right. Um, he remembered more about this movie than some people. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy Walker Reeser said, Large Marge. That's all. Uh, Aaron Wallace said, I know, I know you are, but what am I? Uh, Nick Stevens uh, from Genesis Gems podcast, I believe. He said, I will do this dance every time I hear tequila. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aaron Hickman, who was on last episode, also from Genesis Gems Podcast and Retro Obscura Podcast, he said, this movie was the first place I remember hearing tequila. I remember Pee Wee having a big shiny bike and this adult-sized kid wanting it. I believe he's referring to Francis there. Uh, I also remember something about a basement in the Alamo. Sorry, there isn't one. Uh, we don't really have basements in Texas. And so there's this, a whole article which he, he posted a link to. So in Texas, apparently, the ground isn't quite right for, for basements. It came sinking and sinking <laughs> and sinking and knitting and knitting and knitting which part was and that? knitting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you, one more time and you're off the podcast, <laughs> at least this one. Um. <laughs> uh, Finishing up here a few more, Eric. Uh, Did you watch the right Pee Wee movie? <laughs> oh no, he watched uh, what was it? Pee Wee, Big, to- Big Top, Top Pee Wee. Yeah. Eric Purcell said the stars at night are big and bright. Clap, 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 clap. Deep in the heart of Texas. Oh, and uh-huh. tell him Large Marge sent you. Blah ha 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 ha. Christopher Battles said never fully seen it. All right. Well, Chris, you will soon find out if we think you should go and finish watching it mm-hmm. uh, after we, just, we discuss all the reasons not to watch it in our hate section. <clears throat> I will kick us off. I'll do the honors. Um, it seems like it's a super... Sm- I know it's a dream sequence, but if it's a dream sequence, why does he have such a small crowd at the finish line of the Tour de France? It seems like that would it's be a like... Dream. A huge, exactly. That's why it should be even a huger crowd. <laughs> no, in dreams it's smaller. Yeah, could whilst, be anything. Whilst did they film the chase sequence in the WB lot? It's because of budget. <laughs> yeah. In Extras fact, Tim Burton said money. he wanted more people at the Tour de France crowd scene, but oh, really? he basically got everyone and the cast, crew, and everyone in there. They did. They ran out of. They even pulled people that were just coming, wa- driving by the road. Oh, really? To come in. Oh, wow. okay. All right. Well, I suppose even movies are limited, but I yeah. I found that sorry, awful. six million dollars doesn't give you a bigger crowd. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paul, you you listened to it with with uh, 
Tim Burton commentary? Yeah, the DVD has the commentary with oh, uh, man, Burton and Rubens talking back and forth. Oh, I'd and then they have a that. separate commentary with music only and Danny Elfman talking over if they're different parts. Did you listen wow, to that's... all of these? No, I still want to listen to the uh, the Danny Elfman one. All right, but I did watch it all the way through, and just to FYI, I, I watched, watched it all the way through, through without too. commentary, oh, oh, okay. and yeah. then I watched it with commentary afterwards. Wow, nice. you haven't done that since uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, I believe, <laughs> and Batman. Oh, did you do that for Batman also? Yeah, another Tim Burton. How is yeah, Tim Burton as a commentator? He's um, fine. It helps to have other people with him. Okay. I've heard apparently Christopher Nolan, the reason he doesn't have commentary on his Batman movies is because he's very dull to listen to. <laughs> Which a lot of um are where they're like, hmm, yeah, I remember this scene. I, yeah, yeah, well, I suppose so. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow, that was some great insight. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Nolan. <laughs> um, Why'd I pick this director? Get this, <laughs> uh, director of photography? I should have had the camera lens a little more down. To let's, the, no one ever said that. Let's move on. <laughs> To uh, what, let's see, Nate, how about you share with us one thing you didn't like about this movie? <laughs> if there uh, was anything. Uh, no, I, there, was, there, was definitely, there was definitely some stuff. Um, well, let's see, I have down here, I'm trying to remember this note. He goes to the magic shop. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I don't know why I found this particularly creepy. He's, he, finds <laughs> that pair, he finds that pair of x-ray glasses <laughs> that he puts on. Yeah. And he, he looks straight at the, at the girl that's yeah. in there. And does kind of like a once over, and then she kind of gives him this look, and then he winks at her. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, and so he goes from like I don't know, it was it was kind of it was kind of weird because he goes from you know harmless nine year old mentality to you know oh, I'm gonna check out the girls now, you know it's just, yeah I don't know. It, it, was, it was odd. <laughs> I don't know, it just found a little bit, I found a little bizarre. That was right after he had talked to a group of boys, and they were all just I don't know. It's it's because I know what Paul Rubens' history is. That's really oh, that's really why I found a great. It colors then, it for you. Yeah, back then, yeah. completely harmless. Now, yeah. not so much. Yeah. So, Paul, I'm but, curious. Yeah. Did you find Paul? Did your like knowledge of Paul Rubens' um, like scandal? That's I sweet. guess in the '90s, color this at all for you, or were you no, not at all. Um, in fact, I was watching it with my wife, and she was is she. Almost made the same kind of comment. It's like, oh, it's too bad what happened later. I'm like, <laughs> this has nothing to do with this. Look at this for what it is. Look Very at true. And I, was, I, was, I was trying. I was trying. Yeah. And I, and for the most part, I was able to. But then there were certain things like that scene that yeah. I was, just kind of pulled me right back into reality. <laughs> Normally, I cannot separate the two. But for right. some reason, maybe yeah, because I enjoyed it so much it's as a kid. It's your love of peewee. I was able to block everything else away. Nice. You know? Good, good. Well, Paul, were you able to separate anything that you didn't like from this movie from all the stuff you did like? All right. Even though Tim Burton said that he wanted to do uh, something better with the opening title sequence, he didn't have the budget mm-hmm. to uh, even, I guess, put text <laughs> over a biking sequence. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. Um, yeah, that was that was interesting. Uh, it, but the intro, even though the music is good, the the titles are still boring. So I yeah. would have liked to have seen a little more there. I, I can oh, yeah. agree with you on that. Yeah, you can. Yeah, just 
rainbow colored font and movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look what look what for example, even though I know you hate this movie, Francisco, but look what Monty Python did with uh, the Search of the Holy Grail. If you're gonna have just text, at least they had flashing colors and like oh, yeah. little subtext to play along with the audience in it. You know what I mean? Was that the the um. The, the not the yak the llama yeah, thing the, the, yeah uh, where it's been sacked and yeah, like, yeah. okay and the, I was confused only, by that okay, the only yeah. opening credit sequence in history that I've ever paused multiple times to just try and read every single word because it's <laughs> brilliant the only oh, yeah. cre- the only credit sequence in history that made me think did I did I did I get the wrong movie what what's going on <laughs> um oh that's happened to me a couple times in other movies oh yeah. all right. uh let's see. Um, so I, I did enjoy the Rube, is it Rube Goldberg or Rouge Goldberg? I think it's Rube, like with a B, but okay. I, could be, I could be wrong. Well, I like, I, I like seeing those too. Like I like them in Back to the Future. I feel like we saw, we, there was yeah. another movie recently that had one of them. Yeah. Uh, and someone made the comments, yeah, in the eighties, they all did that. And I'm like, you're right. And I, yeah, it was pretty, yeah. and that's what, Mal- <laughs> that's when Mousetrap was popular. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Um, but that that like T Rex, which was kind of a cute, it's kind of cute that there were dinosaurs throughout this movie, but it kept squeezing the same orange and got like a jars, uh, a pitcher's worth of orange juice out of it. How oh does that gosh. happen? You know, this is not reality. It's not a documentary. It's supposed to be fun, lighthearted. Wow. Wow. Obviously, not wow. to be taken seriously. Well, well. <laughs> I'm just saying. It okay, was, you're right. It pulled you know me what? out of the movie. You're I'm like, what's going on? Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you. Podcast Paul over. Starts, That's all we need, right there. I'm. Paul right. just starts losing it. Are you happy? <laughs> Are you happy now? Uh, <laughs> uh, Paul, let's uh, swing back to you though. What was something else you didn't like? I mean, I only have- Nate. Oh, really? One more. My my own. I only have one. That's like my my tragic maker. Wow. <laughs> wow. Nate, what was something else you didn't like about the movie? Okay. Since Paul is completely biased. <laughs> so many clowns. Tim Burton has a clown fetish. So many clowns, and I like clowns creep me out to yeah. begin with. So yeah. There if you just, don't like clowns, so there, stay away from this movie. <laughs> there was there was clowns and creepy dolls and and figures just peppered all throughout the movie. Yeah, and so I uh, oh yeah, it just creeped me the heck out. I just was. It's supposed to though. It was done in a way. It wasn't supposed to be like friendly clowns. So kind of, but look, okay. If they right. went on to do Pee Wee's Playhouse and every single episode had creepy clowns trying to scare the kids, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of what Pee-wee's all about. But, I mean, it was just the fact that they were used so much in this movie, and I know it was just because Tim Burton was directing it. And to him, creepy means clowns. Clowns and dolls and clowns and dolls. And, uh, yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, when when the scene with where he discovers his bike is gone and it's the animatronic... (laughs) clown I, that sort of took me back to my childhood when i thought this is scary i don't uh <laughs> man get away from that oh guy. yeah no yeah and that's the in the dream sequence when the surgeon pulls away his mask and he's all oh, got yeah, that weird yeah. mouth and just laughing hysterically it's like wow was this Bur- was yeah. this before um the stephen king version of it or the the movie version of it with mm. tim curry 
I think it came out a couple years later, but I could be that, wrong. That sounds right. I wonder if the book yeah. was around at this time, though. But uh, I don't know. That's completely beside yeah. the point. Yeah. No, if, it, if, Pen- if Pennywise existed, he would have been in this movie. So. Yeah, oh, it yeah, came out five years later, by the way, uh, with oh, Tim wow. Curry. All that right. was 1990? Wow. Yeah. Right. Man, I should get a clue. Come on, Francisco. <laughs> um, uh, something else I didn't like. Sort of on the on the tail end of like, so he he got this bike, he he chained it to the clown guy, he gets back and it's gone. How is it not like the first thing in his mind? Oh, Francis took it. It's so obvious that <laughs> Francis would have taken the bike. He, but everyone it, likes yeah. his bike. Okay, there this. <laughs> but but Francis is his only apparent enemy so if you if you know one bully that's who you're gonna blame it on you're not gonna think it was, but you didn't who knows who it. took it you didn't see him anyone could have taken it there but it's in a public place but he just got done talking to this guy who wanted okay. to spend so much money on okay it. francisco <laughs> next okay if next week your car is stolen are you gonna automatically think oh my frenemy stole it no, you you're stole gonna it? think. Oh no, not you, gonna, Kyle. Kyle. Stole yeah, it. Kyle stole it because he's my friend of me. No, it could have been the average Joe who walked by and saw your car. Are they most sub- likely didn't know. Wait, who it was. wait. Are Francis and Pee Wee supposed to be friends? They're kids. You know how kids get along yet don't get along. You ever have those friendships or you seen those kind of friendships? Yeah, I'm friends with you. No. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've seen those friendships, I, I guess. I don't recall having friends like that. Um, no, but there are people who are like, you know. Yeah, all right, all right. You know, I, I, I succeed. They're both men children. They have to be in each other's I, world, you know? You know? Good point, good point. <laughs> That's true. If you're going to have an arch nemesis, he has to be the exact same m- mental maturity it, yep, that you yes. are. Yes, yes. Um, Nate, let's he went go. to the Teen Wolf basketball court, <laughs> found him. <laughs> um, Nate, let's go back to you. What was something else you didn't like? <laughs> um, just something I found was odd, and I know it was obviously for the, for the purpose of story, but why are so many girls attracted to Pee Wee? <laughs> what are, is that I mean, about? I'm all about, okay, for the sake of the story, I, I totally get it, but it's so funny. I was just expecting every single girl to just kind of look at the camera or, or whoever, or the audience, and be like, something, something, something wrong with this Yeah, this guy, right? exactly. Like so it's, uh, but no, it's like they were all attracted to, uh, to, to a guy with uh, a nine-year-old mentality, which was yeah. just... I mean, I wonder, I'm, I'd be curious, I didn't really give it much thought until just now, but maybe it's this, like, they're not attracted to him so much as, like, they want to mother him because he okay. is sort of a nine-year-old. Like, they feel, they feel oh, sort I of like, oh, you poor little thing, let me take care of you. <laughs> exactly. Which no, makes can... Dottie a whole lot creepier yeah, now. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, <laughs> yeah. just, man. Point. <laughs> yeah. I would but say no, no, I'm not judging if that's the kind exception. of person you are, you know, if but, that's what you're into. Can, but. can I just say, Pee-wee was a jerk to Dottie. I mean, oh, yeah. all around. Oh, my God. But he's a nine-year-old boy, you right. know what I mean? And then so it comes, it comes again with the territory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Paul, I'm uh, curious. Straight yes. up. Would you right. say I, Pee-wee is a likable character? <laughs> okay. If you like grown men in gray suits and red bow ties all the time, then yes. If you don't, if you find it annoying, like some people find clowns annoying, then no. Okay, I'm asking you, though, Paul Powers, <laughs> the master yes. interrupter. Do you yes. think 
Pee Wee is a like in this movie is a likable character. He's both, but I'd say typically overall, yes. All right. He's likable. All right. Can't argue with that. I enjoy watching. Sorry. I enjoyed watching him in this movie. I enjoyed watching him in Pee Wee's Playhouse. I enjoyed watching him in the special before it. I enjoyed watching him in Back to the Beach. I enjoyed watching him Nate, play did you a darker Pee Wee. <laughs> Paul teaches, I like Paul teaches classes at a community college for uh, Pee Wee apologetics. <laughs> so that's. that's, that's uh, he's doing an excellent job defending. Uh, now, did everything that he do was, you know, kosher, acceptable, and. You know, to be admired, absolutely not. <laughs> In fact, not. Um, yeah, so, I'm sorry, Francisco. What was your, what was was your just, question? I was curious if you would think that Pee Wee is a likable character. I would not, because like, yeah, he's kind of. I well, think. Yeah. I think if I were to look at Pee Wee today, having never known or seen the character, I I'd probably turn the movie off in like five minutes, mm-hmm. just because I I didn't. I didn't grow up, you know, because I wouldn't have grown up with it. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have accepted it as a child. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's a certain special something you need to have never seen that character and to just automatically accept him. And I think all children are pretty much capable of doing it right off the bat. I think it takes a special kind of adult who's never heard of Pee Wee and can watch the movie and just be like, I found him really refreshing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. Oh, okay, here's my apologetics going. He has the ability to do things like a child and gets away with it. And it's okay. like, and for me, there, there's an admirable quality of like going to do what you want to do and kind of like forget all the inhibitions that we as adults take on. Sure. And he just has no fear and just goes for what he wants. There you go. Well, okay. Yeah, I, I can agree with that, Paul. I'm curious, and this sort of leads into something else I didn't like. He says toward the end that he learns humility. Like, I guess he learns that he can't always get his way. Um, if he had learned humility, like true humility, obviously he didn't. He's very immature, so he's kind of like a sparkle of humility. I don't even know if that's if he actually truly learned it but at least he's trying to go that path at that moment but go for it okay well no that that pretty much answers my question because i felt like he said he learned humility but i didn't see what i didn't really see how he learned it and maybe it was just because he didn't seem humble afterwards but it didn't seem like there's it's not like there were these moments in the movie that you could go back and point to mentally and say, oh, yeah, he learned it there. Oh, yeah, he learned it there. Actually, I, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm about to help crack open the walnut here. And, <laughs> no, no, seriously, and get behind underneath here. All right, all right. Paul Rubens, when he wanted to make this movie, he loves the Pollyanna story. Okay. Huh. Okay, wanted to, he wanted, based off that. Not he everyone actually, knows who Pollyanna is, Paul. Will you give us a quick synopsis? Um, Haley Mills play, especially the Haley Mills Disney version, mm-hmm. where I haven't read the book. Actually, I want to, but she comes into this town, and she's the happy-go-lucky kind of person who cheers everybody up, kind of thing. Like, hey, everything's great. Oh, be th- you know, always be thankful, kind of thing. And then a tragedy strikes her, and then she's sad, and then the whole town rallies around her to make her try to make her happy like she made them happy okay and is she the one with the like the pigtails are sticking straight out no that's pippi longstocking <laughs> oh okay yeah that, that'd be completely different 
Yeah. Did she walk up walls? Pippi Longstone? No, Pollyanna. No. Okay. That'd be... No. Okay. <laughs> walk no, up that'd walls. be Supergirl. I don't know who you're talking about. Or, or maybe... Are you on drugs? <laughs> you say walk up walls? That's I, like, yes. Actually, yeah. I think that's Pippi Longstockings, too. Anyway, okay. okay, so so Paul so Pee Wee Herman oh, is this yeah, at the beginning happy go lucky person, mm-hmm. okay, until tragedy strikes him and his bike gets taken away, uh-huh. and that's where he and then he goes after it, and just as when he try, thinks he's going to find it in the basement of the Alamo, it's he finds out not only is it not there but. The Al- the Alamo doesn't have a basement, and reality as he knows it no longer exists. So it, it's it's that care that same kind of moment where he brings that's where he learns humility, and he's like, you know what? Maybe there's people in my life who are actually still trying to help me, and I don't have to always brush them off, and I'll come back to them. Hmm. How do you feel about that, Nate? I'm curious. I, uh, I I can honestly say I did not do that level of analysis, yeah. uh, being that it is Pee Wee Herman. But I find that uh, I find that uh, I, I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. I think uh, I think he's a little bit more uh, he's more accepting of circumstances by the end of the movie. Just he's mm-hmm. kind of it's like they've made a movie out of his life and. He's kind of oh, I got all my friends here, and you know, ah, you know, have some candy, and then he rides off with Dottie, and it's kind of like a. Uh, he realizes, I think, how good he has it, despite all the stuff he went through. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I guess I, I, I can, I can't not disagree. I can't not agree with you, Paul. I was trying you're not going to gonna agree, but you're not going to disagree. <laughs> I was trying to think of a clunky neutral way of saying it. it. No, I mean, I, I think that's a good point. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take that as a good job of deep analysis of this movie. But moving on to that's something. as deep as it gets, though. As as it gets, <laughs> uh, let's see. Were there any other things that you didn't like about this movie, Nate? Me, like about how many would you say? Uh, that's kind of it in a nutshell. All my stuff just had to do with kind of disturbing Clowns, <laughs> stuff that yeah, clouds and and yeah, I I found the the scene with Pee Wee dressing in drag to impress the officer. I wasn't sure how to feel about oh, that. Yeah. That scene. Is oh yeah, that is hilarious. Like, that line, what and take a picture it'll last longer, yeah. was used in the eighties a lot more than it's ever used now. But that is a classic line. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was. Uh, That's like a joke my grandpa told. <laughs> It's still great. All right. Yeah. Now, it's what's creepy fresh. is that the the officer kind of like looking at Bugs Bunny and drag. Yeah, it, you know uh-huh. that's a good comparison. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like these fun antics. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So, so no, I didn't. I didn't really have anything else. Was, okay. Yeah. My my only other thing was um, it seemed. It seemed like they threw in a lot of odd additions to scenes, and I can't remember any specifically that, that they just added for the sake of a joke. It seemed like it seemed like they didn't care about the pacing of the movie. It was just like, oh, we need to put a joke in here because we need that beat, <laughs> so let's just do this. And yeah, it seemed odd to me. But oh, I didn't, I didn't. So you think the pacing I, was off? Not not overall, but it seemed it is almost like uh, if you're driving along and you're. 
engine skips or something, or you have a heart palpitation. I don't know. Just all of a sudden, whoa, what, what, what happened? Oh, okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm fine now. All right. I didn't Paul, did they, way. Paul, during the commentary, did, yeah. um, did Tim Burton say anything about like, if they had to like punch up the initial script or, or draft or anything, like, do they have to do any revisions after they went over? After I mean, they began it, filming? Or? Well, yeah, I mean, like, like, did any studio exec say, this needs more jokes, this needs <laughs> more gags? Or, oh, no. Just, yeah. no, in fact, they took gags away. Because, oh, did they? Yeah, because, okay. you know, you have Phil Hartman in there. You have, like, a lot of... These are very... The writers are very comedy-oriented. Very comedic. Very mm-hmm. comedic. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was a matter of, uh, okay, trimming the fat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Nice. Well, let's go ahead and get to the things we hated most about this movie. Uh, let's start with Nate. <laughs> well, I was actually, I was trying to think. I mean, I hmm, I had a hard time thinking about what I hated the most, but I, I kind of came to, the thing I liked the most, I said, was, it was there were, to me, it was a lot of things Tim Burton. Uh-huh. And so the things that I hated the most was the fact that it was a lot of things Tim Burton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So. I accept your answer. <laughs> Good. <Woo-hoo. laughs> I won over Paul. You may live another day. Wow. Yes. Um, no, it's just like, again, all the things that kind of come with Burton territory, like the creepy clowns and just kind of nonsensical type stuff. Where yeah. I think in the right context, I think he has a tendency to just kind of be let off the leash sometimes and... You're just kind of like, whoa, where's this going? Like, it just becomes one big Tim Burton acid mm-hmm, trip, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of wait for him to reel it back in a little bit. And, <laughs> um, but, but uh, yeah, so it was it was weird. It was like some of the things that I really appreciated about Tim Burton were there. Mm-hmm. And, but then there were other things that, that's Tim Burton. And it's just <laughs> stuff that is like, it's either disturbing or annoying or creepy. or. But it, I thought it was kind of cool all at the same time because he's kind of he's kind of honing his his craft in the in the yeah. mid 80s before he goes on to make some pretty amazing movies so it was it was kind of cool to witness yeah yeah well put uh paul was something you didn't like what was the thing you hated most about this movie if there was right. anything yes the thing that i hated about most about peewee's big adventure and this this is a big one there's like Ooh, two juicy. okay <laughs> He's ramping up. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, if I don't know if you ever played po- with Pogs, but you know those yeah. Oh, big yeah. Yes. Pogs. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. Sadly, you know yes. those big things <laughs> that you, the slammers that yeah, like, like, like destroys them all. Yes, yes. <laughs> There's basically what I would call two slammers that can, no matter how, no matter how many positives that you have in a movie. There's mm-hmm. what I consider there's two categories that would just destroy them all. Oh really? One okay. is that. No matter how many good things there are, if it's boring, you know, then um, it still may be tragic. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that if it's too silly, too childish, too, too, um, it's just there's a lot of uh, silliness in it mm-hmm. that it just doesn't quite connect with the audience. It's kind of and immature. Yes, yeah. and that's unfortunately this movie has uh, some of that. I would say that, that there's a lot of silly humor and a lot of childishness that we've discussed before, mm-hmm. and that it could definitely, as you know, may have figured out it can turn some people off. <laughs> so, um, why? Who are you referring to? 
you know, not, I will admit, not every joke in here is, you know, top notch, you know. It's gold, Jerry. Gold. Yeah. Not everything in here is gold. I would totally agree with you, Paul. I was actually talking to my wife about it today, and I was like, you know what? Looking at that movie, it is amazing what the audiences of the 1980s found funny, Mm -hmm. entertaining, and memorable. Because (laughs) I wrote, but I mean, again, I was with, I was, I was with kids uh, in the 1980s. And so the things that they remembered may not have been the things that the adults remembered when they saw it, but just looking back at just kind of all the quick slapstick and it, and yeah. half of your movie didn't even have to make sense because yeah. Yeah. it was just great to have Pee Wee on screen. And you know, like the producers were just like, this is solid gold. Just <laughs> whatever he's going to do up there. We're going to be able to print our own money with this, <laughs> one, you know, and it's, yeah, it shows. Yeah. And you know what? That's interesting. I never thought about how like back in the eighties, I mean, a big, a, I think movies were a lot more center stage for like family entertainment. Mm-hmm. You had like the TV and, and movies. You didn't have video games weren't like they are now. They certainly were no. getting to that point. And Saturday morning cartoons actually existed oh, and they were amazing. Oh, yeah, you that's know? right. Yes. And, and certainly internet was like, was there, <laughs> but it wasn't like it is now. Um, but uh, the th- the thing I, I want to say, the thing I hated most about this movie is the antithesis to Paul. I just did not care at all about this man-child peewee. And <laughs> I got more and more bored with this movie the longer it went on. I, like, I was checking the time like every <laughs> half hour, then every 15 minutes, and every five minutes. Like, is this movie wow. almost over? And I started falling asleep at the end. So that's the thing I hated most about this movie. It didn't keep your attention. I guess. And I wasn't watching it particularly late, so I... <sighs> You're like, wow. I just had three espressos, and I was still nodding off. And was... Uh... <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Uh-oh, Paul. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, no, I've made Paul sad. <laughs> but um, you know what? We've... Everyone has a right to their own opinion. <laughs> that's, you know, they that's... can be wrong, but they have the right to their oh, own opinion. Oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Alice, we've entered all our trajectories into the firing computer. Now, please let us know if you have a firing solution for us. Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. All right, guys, the moment of truth. Would we say Pee-wee's Big Adventure is a classic? We would recommend it to people who've, whether you've seen it, whether they've seen it before or not. A nostalgic, we would only recommend it to people who have seen it, like as kids or in their youth. Or a tragic, we would not recommend this movie to anyone. Let's begin with our guest, Nate. Uh, I would definitely stick with my original prediction, which was nostalgic. Okay. Because um, I think uh, you can have conversations with people that have saw the movie when they were young, and it's you can there's kind of something in common that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I would never. I would. I don't know if I would show this to my son. Yeah. I, 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 or my my kids. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, even if they get a little bit older, just because I don't. I don't quite know if the humor of it would hold. Their attention. I could be totally wrong, yeah. but I just don't. I don't find it necessary to sit them down like I would with a 
Star Wars or something else yeah. and be like, this is a part of history <laughs> because I almost want to forget that that history actually existed. Yeah, yeah. But that, you know, but yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd go with nostalgia because it was it was heartwarming for me to watch it again. But I don't know if I could straight up recommend it to somebody who hadn't seen it. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And that's it. Well, yeah. Thank you, Nate. Uh, Paul, how do you rate Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Well, first, before I go on my rating. I'd like to make a comment, if I may. Take a moment here and say, Nate, while I respectfully allow you to live another day, I will have to... (laughs) I appreciate that. I appreciate Um, that. There are certain things, like, yeah, it may not be good, but you have to sit someone down and say, okay, here, we have to watch this episode of the 1966 Batman where he gets um i forget who the villain is but i think he gets something to do with his mind and he's dancing and he does the bat tootsie where he does like the number two over his eyes which is <laughs> copied almost uh, uh too many times to count throughout you know pulp fiction and all these times in 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 movie history just so you know where it comes from oh, oh that's sure. the original sure Yes, it's it. It comes from yep, there. The bat, the bat huh. right. Yes. Okay. So, and uh, this uh, just for that reason alone, you have to sit your child down and show them this movie for the Pee Wee Herman dance. For when they see people who dance like this, they I know will. where it's coming from. Now, I won't say a five-year-old, yes, because that's too scary with the. But maybe ten or older, I would. Okay. Look, I will show him the two-minute dance clip. And be like, I just saved you an hour and 28 minutes of just watching absurdity. And let me tell you, this two minutes you just saw is the only thing that will echo through pop culture history. I guarantee you. That's, okay. that's, that, that's me. Anyway, so, I totally hear you, though. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. You, you, have to, you have to know where things were crafted from. And that's true. They do have some things throughout that movie that, that – like I said, echoed echoed throughout movie history. So yeah, yeah. So two so, things um, in response. All right, that's For, just my opinion. That's fine, um, and I'll come back to that opinion in my second thing. First thing I want to say, Nate, I'm curious. Like you mentioned that you don't know if you'd sit your kids down. I certainly. Well, I'll 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 wait to say for me. But I'm curious if the appeal of this movie was a lot more of the like zaniness of it. And like, I remember that opening scene, let's see. Yeah. The opening scene where he gets up and there's all this wacky stuff, like toys everywhere that you get to play with and just crazy, like machines that are making you breakfast and, and (laughs) massive toothbrushes. All that stuff seems very like as a kid, I would think that's really like fun and like, wow, this, this is a cool adults doing this. Wow. Interesting. Um, (laughs) Now, uh, but I, then the movie isn't quite like that all the way through. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say if the, if the movie if the movie kept that pace, and also I think I don't know I think I think kids are um, I think I don't know I think I think it's it's so quick pace nowadays that I don't know uh, I don't yeah. know if you could sit through something like that and appreciate uh, it. I think that's point. I think it's sad, uh, frankly, mm. that that a child nowadays that's accustomed to whatever yo gabba gabba or umi zumi or whatever mm-hmm. the heck you you know you i don't know if they could sit down and watch this movie and appreciate they'd appreciate the zaniness and the mm-hmm. and some of the jokes and stuff like that but other stuff would just uh, i'm sorry i wasn't paying attention what <laughs> <laughs> well back to you paul he's, he's prepping his notes for the apologetics yeah. next week so <laughs> um so essentially are you saying Wee's big adventure is brussels sprouts 
You got your Brussels no, sprouts? No, not at all. I think that's what you're saying. You're saying no. you have to watch this so that you can, <laughs> just so you can have this grounding. So it's essentially no, you just have vitamin. to eat it. You may not like it, but you got to <laughs> eat it. Just so you survive, so you're cultured and you know why? Because this movie is a classic. That's why. (laughs) Okay, that's his rating. There you go. I would, even though, like, look, I understand not everyone would appreciate it. I think my, I agree with my wife when she said everyone should at least watch this once. I think there's a, I, I, I found it great. I found it uh, thoroughly, uh, not thoroughly, but I found it really enjoyable. Awesome. That's well, I'm, me. You know what? I am glad that someone did find it enjoyable and and awesome. Um, wait, I think I said it awesome. Someone took found me it back so- to being a child. Awesome. So if Great. that's something that you're looking <laughs> forward to, then yeah, it's you know what, and it certainly did take me back to like watching this when I was a youth. But I, you know what, I have set aside childish things <laughs> because I'm no longer a child. As mm. as my oh. other buddy Paul would say, brush 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 brush. <laughs> actually, Rabbit no. Dog. <laughs> actually, that's not completely true. I still like love playing with Legos. And were you capping off any other point with that? Um, I don't know, but I definitely recommend it. All right, you recommend my Pee Wee's Big Adventure approval. <laughs> Paul stamp approval. So we have a nostalgic from Nate. A classic from Paul. I wonder which way this is going to go. <laughs> ooh, ooh, we're, surprise twist. <laughs> In one of my classic moves, I'm going to rate this a tragic. Oh, it, of course. It just was, wow. It, it, you know what? It was. It was not... A tragic in the same way like a movie like Dumb and Dumber was tragic. It wasn't just stupid and just like, oh my gosh, why am I watching this? This is more like, I almost feel like it could have been a bit better. Um, no, yeah, I rate Petersburg Adventure tragic. And mm. I, I pretty much already said why. Um, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as much as it disheartens Paul. <laughs> oh, that's fine. But like I said, you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> I'm hearing someone. That's weird. Um, I almost feel like I should change. Nah, I would, why would I listen to voices in my head? Um, Shh. I'm listening to reason. <laughs> <laughs> the Retro Rewind Podcast rates Pee Wee's Big Adventure a draw. You you kind of just have to go to the host you like the most to determine whether you want to see this movie again, whether you want to share it with your kids, or whether you want to stay far away from it. All right, listen, users. You've been listening to these guys laugh at all the jokes from the movie, yet they won't recommend you go out and see it. Well, even if you haven't seen it. So, you know, choose for yourself. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you average things out, it's a nostalgic, but we don't do averages. So it's just a yeah. No, I may I may not recommend it, but I will gladly have a, a hearty discussion with anyone who has seen it. There you okay. go. <laughs> so there right. you go. All right, now it's time to go back to our own time, jumping ahead thirty years to good old twenty fifteen. And Alice, will you please engage YouTube for us? YouTube systems engaged. Let's begin with Nate. What is new on your tube? Like a new book or 
movie or TV show or what have you? This movie isn't exactly super new, but I enjoyed it. I recently watched The Equalizer. I'm not sure if you oh, know it's on my to see list. That? Yeah, that's that? with Denzel it Washington, was, right? It was very good. It was just another one of those good old, you know, Denzel Washington is a good guy and there's no stopping sort of <laughs> things. And and I gotta I gotta say, it was very very formulaic. Oh, okay. Like he has a certain set of skills. It's one of those uh, movies. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. It was very um, very predictable. But you know what? I still really liked it. And it was one of those things where I don't care if I know how this is going to end. I just want to watch the whole thing play out. Because yeah. I, thought, I thought it was very entertaining. So um, I thought it was definitely worth a watch. And I pretty much love Denzel Washington and everything he yeah. does. So. Oh, totally. You, can, you can't go wrong with it. I would definitely recommend see that movie at least once so very cool sounds kind of biased but okay (laughs) (laughs) what no because he said he loves denzel washington everything he does i really it's it's biased i really can't think of a movie that with him in it that i have not enjoyed so yeah the preacher's wife is just awesome (laughs) i never saw that Well, we won't get into it. That was more on Whitney, wasn't it? Wasn't that a focus on Whitney? Whitney? Yeah, yeah, I I don't remember. But um, (laughs) Paul, what is new on YouTube? Well, this is something that I saw actually about a month ago. But um, I I went and saw uh, Jupiter Ascending. Oh. And uh, apparently Jupiter goes up. Um, <laughs> according to the title, spoiler. Um, no, if if you if you haven't seen it, and you're wondering. Oh, should I see it? And then, yeah, I've been uh, curious. Like the trailer so, man seemed pretty good, but yeah, if you're into like, oh, I really like the Matrix, and that was made by the Wachowskis. Well, so is this. Yeah, but so is Speed Racer. <laughs> I didn't really like that. Anyway, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> I haven't seen Speed Racer. I'm still hesitant based on what I've heard. Yeah, but um. But like The Matrix, the special effects in this movie were really good. And the design, the art design, is top-notch. Mm-hmm. Like, there's extremely creative uh, alien designs in it. Oh, and cool. some of the action scenes are really, really fun and, and you know, going all over the place kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the positive. The negative is that there's a, a lot of confusing political scenes where they talk politics between uh, aliens and it's like <laughs> they phantom menace it i was exactly. just about to make a phantom menace joke you beat me to it i'm yes. terribly sorry no 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 no, no but that's no exactly means. what what they did wrong with this because oh, okay. half the movie you're trying to turn your brain on to try to figure what it's out what's going on in other half of the movie you're trying to turn your brain off thinking <laughs> if someone fell from that distance they would be totally crushed <laughs> With every bone in their body broken, but you know, so it's it's the push and pull on that. Oh, okay. So if if you're going for great art design and like a fun turn your brain off movie, huh? uh, watch out for the po- political scenes. <laughs> oh, okay. Good to know. That's good. yeah. So Francisco, do you have any tubes laying around? Um. Well, I have like. An old CTR TV right here next to me right now. Are there tubes in it? I, I'd imagine. I'm not sure how it's built. I've never like dissected it. Is there anything <laughs> oh, new on there's, them? There's a toilet paper tube right here. Is there anything new on that? Um, there's new toilet paper. Okay, I, so I'd, I'd hate to get your used tube. toilet okay. paper. 
All right. That's the most uninteresting new tube you've ever had so Oh, far. you want a, my new tube? Yeah, what's new on your tube? You didn't quite ask it like that, Paul. Yeah, I said, is there anything new on, on your tube? <laughs> and you said toilet paper. <laughs> I think you're, you're misrepresenting me. But, yes, um, I have a new tube. Okay. It is... I recently saw with my wife, Christy, who you've heard on the podcast before, uh, Mockingjay Part 1. So oh. the we watched it. It was pretty good. I It seemed like I thought it was a good uh, movie based on a book. It made me, I remembered beats from the book half that were book. in the movie. Well, yeah, half the book. Um, I, I remember from watching Mockingjay, and this is a little spoilery if you haven't read it, um, Nate, have you read Hunger Games? Or? I've actually read the books, and, okay. and my wife and I just watched the movie a couple nights ago. Yeah. Okay, nice. Hold on, I haven't. Let me take my earbuds out while you go on. Oh, okay. Are you really going to do that, Paul? Okay, okay. So Paul's gone, uh, oh. and Paul, if you're re-listening to this, <laughs> jump ahead like 15 seconds. Um, so the book, I imagine, like Black Hawk Down when I was reading Mockingjay in the latter half. Okay. Welcome back, Paul. Um, All right. So that's uh, the Equalizer Mm -hmm. and Jupiter Ascending and Mockingjay Part 1. Go check those out if you're so inclined. All right, Alice, will you please bring up the communication satellites for us? Fine. Comsat Online. Receiving incoming transmission. About time those co-sites came online. Wow. Bringing that back, eh? <sighs> she says... How far north did you move, sites. eh? Gosh. <laughs> uh, the Great White North? Hey. Um, so I want to bring up on our Facebook group page... Uh, we do Mondays and Tuesdays seem to be our quiz days. So on Fridays, uh, Paul's wife, Valerie, will post a flashback Friday, like name the movie that this quote is from, and she'll give her a little quote. And on Mondays, I do a movie actor game where I'll list two actors, you name the movie, then you take one of those actors, pair them with another actor, and someone else tries to guess the movie, and it just goes on and on until sort of you get the last person to stump everyone sort of wins. Um, or so, until Alice blows up, or until which Alice hasn't happened up. yet. So we've been having lots of fun, and I want to call out essentially the the winners. Um, this time I'm going to mention everyone who won, but from now on I'm probably just going to do the person who won the most overall, like m- the most of those games. So uh, Aaron Hickman, who again you saw, or you saw, you listened to on last uh, the last episode, RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 59 on Sonic the Hedgehog 2, he won both a Flashback Friday, which was, uh, I'm trying to remember what the movie was. Do you happen to recall what the last Speed. one was, Paul? Oh, yes. Was it Speed? No. You feel, you feel the need? The oh, need Top for... Gun. It was for Top. Yeah, Top Gun. Yeah. No, but the answer was Speed. Was it? <laughs> no. The finish, the quote, the missing word. I feel the need, the need, the need for... for... Speed. I thought it was just in the dot. movie. Am I have I been playing this? Oh. No, 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 no. It is, but the the missing word is speed. Thank you, Paul. I knew that. I ugh. 
Or did you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. I feel the need. The need for Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> and he also won a movie uh, game quiz. Uh, so good job to you, Aaron. I was also a winner in one of those. And uh, Michael Kelso was also a winner of the movie game as well. Then on Twitter, I want to say a special thank you to our friend Rob, who's just been like retweeting us like mad and favoriting our tweets. So really appreciate that. And I think we've gotten several more uh, um, followers just probably because of your engagement, Rob. So thank you so much in doing that. And engage. 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 The line must be drawn here. Over at the mansion oh my God. where my wheels are. <laughs> that's not in... Let's cut that out, Paul. Why are you referencing oh. it? <laughs> oh. Wow. At least I'm going to cut that out. Oh, come on. <laughs> Would you cut it out with animanium claws? <laughs> Look out, Mr. Potato Head! <laughs> stop, please. Make it Stop. <laughs> He's at the end of the Mountain Dew buzz, so it's either he keeps going or he just passes out. Oh, good point. Yep. So if you'd like to contact us, you can reach us at uh, RetroRewindPodcast.com slash contact or on our Facebook group page or through Twitter. Uh, Paul will mention how to find those things shortly. Uh, but I have a few show announcements first before we get to that. First, if we are coming up on the next set of movies that you vote on, uh, we're we, coming to your town. We're coming. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, we are every other week. Well, with a new episode. I meant like a live show somewhere. That'd be really cool. Anyway, uh, so we depend on you to vote movies up or down uh, to let us know what movies you want us to cover. So we've we're almost to the tail end of this first set of ten, and we're actually just so you know, we're going to be shifting and changing to have it be sets of five. So Ooh. 10 is a, a long block, especially since we do this every other week. So that's like 20 weeks, almost half a year to just fin- go through one set. So we want to make it a little bit more interesting. So we're just going to do a set of five movies from now on. Um, Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> thank you, Jim Carrey. Um, Actually, it's supposed to be uh, Ooh, yeah. Rachel from, che- uh, from Friends. Oh, yeah. What was <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking the mask there. You're completely right, man. Yeah. So please go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash cast your vote. And there you can vote on the movies. If we were to take the f- top five movies today, it's looking like it would be Groundhog Day, uh, Can't Hardly Wait, Home oh. Alone, they're extraterrestrial, and yeah. Armageddon. <laughs> we got to keep that up. Vote ET up. Uh, and Armageddon Armageddon nice Uh, so yeah go contribute to that Um, a recent ad and Paul and I have to add a lot more that are on our list that we have not but a recent ad that Rob actually suggested was the Transformers movie and currently that's yeah the Transformers the movie that's part of the title well I didn't know if you were describing it like Megan Fox good point no this is with this is the movie based on the cartoon. I mean, that oh, this is, is the still Weird Al song one. Yes, Dare to Be Stupid. Um, yeah. That is currently sitting at thirty-seven. So if you want to bump that up, you know, like bump ET down, so you can bump that up. By all means, go vote Transformers up. <laughs> you can vote both up, by the way. <laughs> 
Anyway, one other show announcement we have to get to is... If I can find Vote it. Vote E.T. up. No. Yes. Oh. Oh, I haven't done I that I have an announcement. The stars are bright <laughs> late at night. But they're also big and bright late at night. <laughs> and Just where is Paul, uh, why don't you I tell hear it's us deep in the heart of Texas? Oh, okay. What we're going to be doing next time on the Retro Rewind podcast? All right, let's continue our Pee Wee uh, phase as uh, Francisco Let's loves it not. so much as we watch Big Top Pee Wee, um, starring Pee Wee Herman. No, we are not. No. Oh, no. the users didn't vote on it. Darn it! Good job, users. Actually, um, actually. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be rewinding uh, Staying in the 80s and watching Short Circuit So keep Johnny 5 alive And tune in next time You know what, just go to the website www.retrorewindpodcast.com and Slash look social around. Slash social <laughs> Click on the link Slash um, contact To talk to us or Slash support uh, Support us on Patreon Or, 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 vote, or vote review us up. Or, on, review, uh, or review us on iTunes or Stitcher. Not or go slash up. live to watch us live. Yes, record exactly. Sorry that. Or if you, how do they go to vote et up or something else or vote et down? I already covered that. Richrewrunpodcast.com slash, slash cast your vote. All right, wasn't paying attention. Okay. Sorry. Um, and yes, if you. If you're listening this long, first, you're awesome. Thank you for listening this long. I think this is probably one of the Sorry longer ones. Sorry to bore you so much. Um, maybe forgot we were lis- you were listening. But uh, and if you if I you were do. hoping to watch live, yeah, we had some technical issues, and sorry that that did not work out. Hopefully, oh, it didn't. Oh yeah, it's off air. Yeah. So hopefully, <laughs> on the ball as usual, Paul. Um, so hopefully next time. Wait, who are you? It what will, happened it to Mr. Work. Breakfast? <laughs> um, wow. If you would like to contact us, let's go around and tell you how you can do that. Uh, first, Nate, thank you again so much for joining us. Oh, thank on, you for having me. Oh, that absolutely. Um, if you can tell us how people can get in word. touch with you, and do you have anything to promote? Uh, well, I would just, if you, yeah, for those that haven't heard the podcast that I'm normally on for, uh, pop mockers, um, either, you can either go to popmockers.com or you can go to the site that pop mockers is associated with, which my very creative and talented friend, Chris Cowan designed. And that is breakroomstudios.com. And, uh, both of those, if you ever want to get a message to me, you can, you can send something there and I'll get it, but we'd love to have you listen. If you ever have, uh, if you ever have a, a sec to check out the check out the podcast. Yeah, it is one of my like I, I look forward to it every week. It's I only oh, have a few podcasts awesome. where it's like I need my pop mockers fixed. So <laughs> so I, oh, thank you. I, I love great. the show. I, I forgot to mention at the top of the show, uh, Nate does an awesome nerd voice impression. <laughs> um, and That's also, very gracious of you. <laughs> can yes. you say find me at pop mockers? In the nerd yes, voice? Yes. You can actually find me at pomockers.com, uh, where uh, where all, you can find all the various uh, email addresses and sundries uh, <laughs> that uh, Popmockers has to offer. And uh, I'm very flattered to uh, get Francisco <laughs> a... Uh, it's all, it always works better when you have those those words with the S's, and that's, oh, that's okay. really... Yeah, any words without <laughs> S's in the nerd voice is not done any justice, so... 
And I, my voice is all scratched up from a cold, so I hope that was that was decent. That was totally fine. Thank all you right. for sharing with us. No. Um, it's my pleasure. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Paul, will you please uh, tell us? Oh, I also want to say, um, what what sort of is the Nate? Back to you. Um, yeah. What is sort of the the radius? I guess if someone wants entertainment on their mic. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You can. Yes. If you're ever looking for a DJ, uh, in the Sacramento or surrounding areas, Sacramento. yeah, yeah. You can go to, uh, on the mic entertainment.com and, uh, and we will be more than happy to talk with you about your upcoming event and how we can uh, provide all sorts of, uh, entertainment services for it. So very cool. Yeah, thank uh, you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Paul, how can people get in touch with you? You can find me at pauljpowers.com for all the your Paul Powers needs, which aren't many, but they're there. <laughs> <laughs> I need you, Paul. This show would not no, be the show without you. I didn't say that you. there weren't any Paul Powers needs. Everyone has at least a little bit of a Paul Powers <laughs> need, and that can be found <laughs> there Got at it. pauljpowers.com. <laughs> Very cool. Everybody needs a little Paul. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Even if you don't know it. So come find out what you've been missing at pauljpowers.com. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter. I'm at FXRUIZX or through the Facebook group or, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, or email us, retroremonpodcast.com slash contact. And so I, again, thank you, Nate. Thank you, Paul. And a you're big, welcome. big, thank big you. thank you. Oh, you're, you're very welcome. A big, big thank you Dad, so what did to you, <laughs> you, the listener, whether you uh, subscribe or just download the show on, uh, just off the website or what I'll have say you. I'm going to start subscribing right now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to each episode, whether it's on your commute or while you're doing chores or just lying around. We appreciate you so much. And like a Pokemon, we got to catch you later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Well, what happens if you want to catch him now? Retro Rewind. I think that's the first time you said we got to catch you later instead of we'll catch you later. Two? Second Second time? Yeah, because that's really the catchphrase. I've been saying it kind of wrong this whole time. Is that why you keep stumbling? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. Tequila! Tequila!